an Old Testament reading from the book of Ezekiel. In the thirtieth year, in the fourth month, on the fifth day of the month, as I was among the exiles by the river Kibar, the heavens were opened, and I saw visions of God. In the middle of it was something like four living creatures. This was their appearance. They were of human form. Each had four faces, and each of them had four wings. Their legs were straight, and the soles of their feet were like the sole of a calf's foot. And they sparkled like burnished bronze. Under their wings, on their four sides, they had human hands. And the four had their faces and their wings thus. Their wings touched one another. Each of them moved straight ahead without turning as they moved. As for the appearance of their faces, the four had the face of a human being, the face of a lion on the right side, the face of an ox on the left, and the face of an eagle. Such were their faces. Their wings were spread out above. Each creature had two wings, each of which touched the wing of another, while two covered their bodies. Each moved straight ahead, wherever the spirit would go, they went, without turning as they went. This reading is from uh, Acts 22, verses 14 to 21. Then he said, The God of our ancestors has chosen you to know his will and to see the righteous one and to hear words from his mouth. You will be his witness to all people of what you have seen and heard. And now, what are you waiting for? Get up, be baptized, and wash your sins away, calling on his name. When I returned to Jerusalem and was praying when I when I returned to Jerusalem and was praying at the temple I fell into a trance and saw the Lord speaking to me quick he said leave Jerusalem immediately because there are people here the people here will not accept your testimony about me lord i replied these people know that i went from one synagogue to another to imprison and beat those who believed believe in you and when the blood of your martyr, Stephen, was shed, I stood there giving my approval and guarding the clothes of those who were killing him. Then the Lord said to me, Go, I will send you far away to the Gentiles. Excellent. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, Kasia. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon. Well, try that again. Bit of energy. Good afternoon. Gosh, overwhelming. So, good. I'm James. I'm the vicar here. If you don't know who I am, uh, that's who I am, amongst other things. So, um, when you came in, you should have been given a little handout. Have you, have you all got one? Uh, if you haven't, there might be some. Is everybody... Uh, uh, if you can't see one, let me know. And um, Adrian will come round. Are you right there, Rach? So, pulled out a cheque. All that money you've got, those vicars. Have we all got that? Has everybody got one? So you should have, wonderful, you should have a hand-drawn picture of a lion, an ox, an eagle, and a human face. So um, be bold, be brave, be extrovert for the next minute. Uh, turn to your neighbour if you're feeling, if you don't know who they are, just say, 
this is who I am, what do you think of the weather at the moment, something like that. But just say, uh, if, you had to, if you had to highlight a quality of each of those animals, plus the human, whether you think we're an animal or not, but anyway, uh, each of those, uh, what would be their favourite quality? You've got 30 seconds at the max to do this. If, you're f if it's going well, we might have a whole minute. We'll see how the conversations flow. But uh, let's just go for it. Okay, we, um, we're getting there. Anybody want to make any, do any of the impressions? Freddie, can uh, any salt miners want to do a roar for a lion? Freddie, Freddie, would you do us a roar? You're, you're an actor. Yeah, okay. It's all right. Okay, uh, anyone want to shout out, uh, favorite, as quick as we can, favorite quality about a lion? Majestic. Oh, strong. I like that. Any other, any other lion? Uh, Brave, excellent. Uh, eagle? Watchful. Watchful. Oh, it's all happening now, Sue. Soaring. 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 Rests on the currents of the wind. Yeah, a lot of wisdom there. Like, that's it. That's my talk done, really. So, uh, uh, any, what about the... I was going to... What's the other one? Well, <laughs> ox. Ox, that's right, yeah. Uh, huh? Flavour. Oh, there you go. There you go. I wouldn't know I'm a veggie. Uh, any, any other qualities of an ox? Strong. Reliable. Resilience, yeah. Are you going to name any oxes in the room? Who reminds you of an ox? I didn't hear that. Tom. Tom saw. There you go. Tom, you are an ox. Uh, qualities of a human. The nice ones. Love, yeah. We don't know what we think about ourselves. Isn't that interesting? No, I'm saying anything else? Anything else? Intelligent, yes. Well, that's me and you. But what about other? No. The uh, absolutely, yeah, intelligent. So, uh, so there you go. There's a few qualities. So, um, those of you who read our weekly email news, which um, which we use, we use this thing called Mailchimp. Okay, which goes out to everybody. So, if you're not on our weekly email news, uh, let me have your email address, and uh, I'll put you on it. The freaky thing is, we know exactly who's read it and at what time, isn't that? Isn't that? It's, it freaks me out. But mine, thank you, Joe. You read it eight times this week. That's fantastic. No, she, no, no. But, um, but, but um, you'd have noticed on that email that I said we were going to talk about Paul's conversion. You remember that? And uh, no, my confession is um, we're not. And uh, I'm going to be really completely honest with you. Uh, the reason or not is that at the start of this week, um, someone pressed the on button for the universe, and my week's just being, uh, just being honest, it's just hasn't kind of stopped. Um, so I'm going to draw on something that I used uh, this week, I sort of shared with some Methodists. I hope that's okay, and, uh, but if I say every now and again Apostle Paul and the road to Damascus, you, you will all subconsciously think that's what it was about. Okay, so that's my apologies. But um, the reading that Kasha read to us so well uh, was from the prophet Ezekiel. And um, who managed to follow it without finding it a bit too sort of detailed and overwhelming? Did it, it's, it's quite something, isn't it? It's this vision that this chap Ezekiel has where he says the heavens are opened and he has this great big vision of heaven. And um, 
If you're going to have a vision of heaven, it's going to be very different than your visions of earth, isn't it? Because heaven is quite nice, earth is nice on some days and other days not so nice. So any vision of heaven is going to be using language and descriptions that are just like almost otherworldly because almost heaven is otherworldly. So he has this great big vision and he, he sees what he describes as these four faces of God. Four faces of God, which you have on your leaflet, beautifully drawn by Esther, the four faces of God. And the four faces of God, he notices, are a lion, of an ox, of an e- exactly, of an eagle, and a human face. Now, a lot of scholars have spent uh, millions and millions of hours trying to work out why you have these four different faces. And one of the conclusions that they have is each of those four different faces of God represents something of his characteristic. They also represent uh, one of the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. So some people think, um, depends who you talk to, some people think Matthew is like the lion because he's all about authority. Mark is the ox because he had a big behind. No, because he uh, worked really hard. Uh, Luke is the human face because Luke's just beautiful and lovely and always being nice to everybody. And John is the eagle because he's kind of mystical and we don't really understand what's going on in John's gospel. So some scholars think it represents something about God. Some scholars think it represents, uh, reflects some of the gospels. But there's a new kind of a way of thinking and approaching these four faces which is emerging, which is that they somehow reflect a characteristic that all humans or all followers of Christ need to reflect in their daily lives. You got that? So they've got to somehow reflect a characteristic that we need in our daily lives. A lot of psychologists say that actually we are made up of, in the right sense, a number of different personalities. Well, what do I mean by that? So um, how you are this afternoon, after this service, we'll have coffee and cake. Uh, Is that, and you're chatting very nicely to everybody here, I'm sure, uh, is that how you behave at home all the time? No, no, thank you, Carla. No, certainly not how I behave. No, no, just being, no, no, he's got kids. No, no chance. No, 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 you, work, you act very differently at home. And how you are in your workplace is sometimes very different how you are in your home place, isn't it? I love visiting people in their work. I hardly recognize them, but, uh, you know, you, what you are at work. And so we all have, not kind of like, not like we have lots of different personalities, but we have lots of like roles to play, don't we? Or lots of hats to wear particularly if you've got sort of responsibility in your, in your workplace or in, in your life, where someone says, it's almost like you wake up every day and you open your wardrobe and you think, what hat do I need to put on? You know, is it, do I need to be, you know, my, do, for me, am I, is this my dad hat? You know, is this my husband hat? Is it my vicar hat? And if I'm playing a vicar, am I, you know, is this my sort of strong leader hat? Or is this kind of like my pastoral hat of, oh, I'm so sorry, life's been difficult, but hey, there you go. Do you see what I mean? You understand that? You've got all those different hats. So these four different faces are like hats or faces or different ways that we can be. So what I'm going to do very briefly is going to go through each of these four faces and I want to offer a little reflection on each. And then uh, think about and chat to your neighbor ever so quickly at the end, um, what face do you need the most this week? Or this year, it will make sense. Shane, you're looking very like. What are you going on about, James? So what? Uh, yeah, you're nodding. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So what face? What for? What characteristic of these? Are the faces of God that you need to uh, reflect. So I'll give you an example. So the first one is um, lion. Lion is often associated with authority or assertiveness. So Boris Johnson. Have you heard of him? Come across him, yeah. 
He's your prime minister. There's a rumor. He's the prime minister. And what was his phrase for the election? This is not a political comment on whether I like him or not. What was his phrase for the election? Get Brexit done. Exactly. So uh, everyone who voted for Boris knew that what they're voting for is somebody who said, get Brexit done. And he said, what did he say? There should be no more dilly or dallying or delay or anything like that. We, you know, we've got to get Brexit done. That is a characteristic or reflection of the lion. Now, I'm not at all suggesting that's a good thing or a bad thing with Boris. And I'm certainly not suggesting that somehow he reflects God. So we can, we can uh, just remove any doubts from your mind whatsoever. I'm sort of big into to Jesus rather than uh, any particular color. But anyway, you get the idea. Um, but that's the reflection of that assertiveness, that authority, that the Lion of Judah that we were singing about, that characteristic where sometimes in life we have to be assertive or we have to take authority. You know, um, a, a, one of a leading psychologists, and I've just forgot his name, will come to me, Henry somebody said, I uh, forget his surname, uh, Henry somebody, Bloomfield, no, that's the cricket commentator, somebody else, Henry said, uh, you get what you allow or you get what you, what, what you decide. In other words, what, what the, the line is about is actually sometimes in life, I don't know about you, you feel in your workplace you've got to make a decision or you're fed up with your leader or your boss who's not making a decision and you wish they had a bit of lying about them, a bit of assertiveness, a bit of authority. Or it might be that sometimes we're stuck in relationships that aren't going at all well, actually. And the reason they're not going well is because we're not being assertive enough of saying, actually, when you say that, actually, while you're here, when you, when you say that, uh, that, re- you know, that really annoys me. Or when you constantly flick through every TV channel, or, um, James, you know, that, uh, that annoys me. I don't know what you just got to see what's on, haven't you? Uh, but do you see, you know, sometimes we need to develop and enhance this line. So I imagine for some of us in our work lives, in our home life, in our relationships, for this year, if I dare to be brave, thinking of the roaring 20s or whatever, roaring line, see what I did there? Yeah, yeah, it's good, isn't it? This, yeah, uh, this year, some of us have to adapt a bit of a line. That doesn't mean we roar over people and we're horrible to people, but we just have to grow in assertiveness. Do you know, when I was having um, counselling, which I loved, it's a real shame it kind of, we just ran out of money. And um, uh, it's the best thing in the world, counselling, is you just talk about yourself and someone listens. It's great. I'd love to be a counsellor, just to sit there and say nothing. And, um, but one of, the, one of the phrases my counsellor gave me was from a man called Donald Winnicott. And it said this, it says, ordinary ruthlessness. That's what a line is, ordinary ruthlessness. In other words, you, each of us know what we needed to have in order to survive. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here. You knew as a kid what you needed. You needed some food, and you cried your heart out until you get it. We all have that ordinary ruthlessness. A lion is to reconnect with that assertiveness. I better speed on because of time. So that's a lion. The second one um, I want to mention is an ox. So oxes back in the Bible days and the characters of God were people who just persevered. If I had to keep going with this political thing, it's like an annoying Theresa May that just doesn't, you know, just keeps going. It doesn't, well, she did in the end stop. Uh, But an ox is someone who just perseveres, who keeps going. Uh, I don't know about you, but you feel, don't you, in our society at the moment, people keep starting things and never, uh, never finish things. Have a great idea one day, give it a go, and then just get fed up and do something else. There's something about the ox that's sheer perseverance and is productive and is repetitive. 
that just keeps going, doing the same thing day in, day out. For some of us, that's how work feels, doesn't it? That's how marriage feels. That's how partnership, that's how life feels. You're just doing the same thing day in, day out. And that can be a highly productive thing. And it might be that God is stirring you up actually to be an ox for this part of this season. Maybe this week, you just need to keep doing what you're doing. It's not going to be that different. You're going to keep looking after that person. You're going to keep persevering in that situation. Maybe there's an element of being called to be an ox, something that's repetitive, but in the end is extremely productive. The eagle is the one that had sores. You know, you were at the um, Shane's mother-in-law got it right, the soaring... Kath, thank you. Uh, Kath got it right, the soaring thing, that beautiful image of an eagle is that an eagle sees the big picture of what's happening. Jonathan Sachs says, one of a great Jewish rabbi, he says this, the problem is we spend our life in traffic jams and we can never see far ahead enough and we get so frustrated with the present. He said we need to develop, develop eagle's wings so we can see the big picture. And maybe you're a bit like me, that you're hitting some frustrations at the moment and you're just fed up with this and you're fed up with that and you just feel like you're not going anywhere. Maybe at the start of this year, maybe in this service, this is a moment to say, God, can I grow some eagle wings just to step back from the mundane stuff and see the bigger picture of what God is doing? There is incredible things that God is doing, like you know, Premier Radio coming. It's a right laugh, isn't it? It's not like some sign that we're blessed, but it's an opportunity to talk about what God is doing here in Dudley. And we didn't kind of ask for it. You know, it's, we have these amazing opportunities coming at the moment. And maybe we just need to grow some eagle's wings. And maybe you're like that at the moment. And you could just do it in the bigger picture. Or maybe God wants to make a bit of space for you to develop and grow as a person that bit more. And the last is the, uh, the human face as well. And it's really simple and it's the most obvious one. But it's that sense in which sometimes... We can be so busy being a lion, that kind of we're sorting things out. We're an ox, we just keep working hard and keep plodding along with eagles and we're just having a lovely time soaring around. But actually, we neglect the kind of human side of life. I like to think of this as Netflix, as something like that, that actually, the, yeah, I can see people nodding. Uh, uh, it's that idea that actually, in the characteristic, the dangerous sometimes, our lives are so caught up in so many different things, so much things that appear busy, that we neglect actually sometimes what it just means to be human and to relax and have fun and talk to people and enjoy our humanity. So that was a whistle-stop tour that scholars have written reams and reams of bits of paper about and got paid lots of money for it and uh, lots of insightful things. But those four characteristics, the lion, that authority, assertiveness, the ox, the persevering person, the eagle stopping from being in the traffic jam and looking at the big picture and the human, nurturing the human spirit. Those four characteristics were seen in God when Ezekiel had this great vision of God and in the Apostle Paul. And so what we want to do is to see how those characteristics reflect on us. So just to close with, let's take another 30 seconds or a minute and chat to that person next to you and say, and have a little think. If there are any of those characteristics you think, you know, this year, I will mostly try to work on being a bit more of a lion. I need to be a bit more assertive and say what I want and say what I think. Or this year, I will work on being an ox. I'm going to just keep persevering. And right now, I feel like giving up on everything, but I'm going to keep persevering because in the end, it works. This year, I'm going to be an eagle. I'm going to try and take some time out and see the big picture of what God is doing 
or I'm going to be a human and just go home soon and watch Netflix and Doctor Who uh, all night long. Okay, so, so work it out, have a little chat, 30 seconds as quick as we can, and um, then I'll pray together. Shall we, um, shall we just pray together? And um, let's just pray for God's grace to be a lion or an ox or an eagle or a human after all. Loving God, thank you for this amazing vision that Ezekiel had. And we just pray simply for all of us, for our neighbors, for us, this day, this week, this year, that when you call us to be a bit more assertive, that we'll have that courage. We've got to keep persevering and tread gently that we will. When we've got to see the bigger picture and not get so bogged down with details that we would and that we won't neglect what it means to be a human, to be loved by you. We ask that for your grace to fulfill these things. In Jesus' name, amen.